Okay, welcome to episode 33 of the MUFC podcast. Feels like we've been away a while, international break. We're back. Um, A big game this Sunday, not just in England. Yeah, Tom, Um, and nice to see you as always. Nice to see you as always, mate. Yeah, so just to give a quick plug, uh, so this Sunday, 20th of October, uh, five sports in Karingba. Uh, the Manchester United supporters group of Sydney will be versing the Liverpool supporters of New South Wales. Um, and it's all to raise funds for Bowel Cancer Australia. So, um, did you know that 103 Australians die from bowel cancer every week? In 2016 alone, there were 5,375 deaths caused by bowel cancer. So while this is an intense football match and it will be fierce, let's remember that it is in the name of charity and in the name of a good cause. Um, We'll be putting a link uh, in the bio for the podcast this week. Um, So if you do want to make a contribution, um, please do. Um, Otherwise, please come down and support the game. Um, I'm sure it's going to be a fierce one. Hopefully no red cards. Um, If it is, I hope it's a Liverpool player. But nonetheless, um, it's a good cause. Well, in our three previous games, we've played against Crystal Palace, played against Chelsea and City. In all three games, there has been red cards in each game, and a minimum of six goals. And we've won all three, so hopefully the trend continues. Goals, red cards, and well, a win. As long as it's a red card against the opposition, mate, but um, let's run away with the victory with this one. Uh, hopefully set the tone for later that night. Now you're just speaking then, we're going to revert back to a little bit of trivia you've got for me. Yes, yeah, so... Um, a very tricky question, particularly for any Liverpool fans if they're listening out here. Um, how many titles has Liverpool won against Manchester United in the Premier League era? I'm just kidding. I like it, I like it. We won't do that one, but um, who has the most Zero. appearances? Correct. Correct. But um, in all seriousness, uh, who has the most player appearances for Manchester United uh, in uh, Liverpool versus Manchester United head to head? Is a Premier League era player? Yes. Okay, so I'll come back to that at the end. We shall. Okay. Um, now, we're going to wing it a little bit this week, as it almost feels like a month since we've had sort of a sit-down podcast and sort of previewing a match. But it obviously is a big game. But before, before we get into actually previewing the Liverpool match, we'll talk a little bit about what we have seen at the international break. Rashford's back to his best, it looks like. Throw him on the left. He was brilliant. I mean, let's take into account the opposition was Bulgaria. Um, however... On the left, he looked very dangerous. It's just very direct, and it was it was good to see because that's what's gone away from Rashford's game. But it also highlights that we haven't been giving him the service to be dangerous. And I think United's midfield is the biggest issue, really. Rashford's a good player. There's no no ifs or buts about it. You can have your agenda. You can say he has no end product, which there's an element of truth to that. You can say he doesn't contribute enough goals or assists to the team, but you have to take into context what's around him. In an England side, which is, I can't believe I'm saying this, because can you imagine 10 years ago saying an England side is stronger than United? It's always been United's been the powerhouse, but with more quality around him, he looked dangerous and he was one of England's better players. Yeah. Well, I remember it was a couple of years ago now, two years ago, three years ago, he played on the left against Trent Alexander-Arnold and gave him a nightmare, not just in the goals, but throughout the 90 minutes. And it is a part of um, Arnold's game that he does struggle with defensively. So if Rashford does play on the left, we'll get into the preview in a bit. Hopefully it is something he can take advantage of and hopefully it gives a bit of confidence because so far with this season with United, confidence is the one thing he's lacking big time. There's a certain Frenchman who's they're saying is back. Now, if that's the case, I think you could see Rashford push that one. 
Well, we'll get him out because there's obviously a Welshman there now as well. So we've got about 17 players. Ryan Giggs coming out of retirement? We've got about 17 players lined up on the left wing. Um, De Gea, did you see that this morning? He kicked the ball and it's gone down and it looked like a groin injury. Yeah, um, it's a real kick in the nuts, isn't it? Close to it. (laughs) Yeah, look, we uh, we don't know. There's no reports around how serious the injury is. You'd like to think it's hopefully just pulled up a little bit sore. And hey, he's a goalkeeper. I think just put a cup on, give your get your girlfriend to take care of you, and be good for Sunday. Well, I don't know if she's going to take care of him. She lives in Madrid. He lives in Manchester. It's only a short <laughs> flight away. Tom, so, you're going to say it's only a webcam connection away. It's only a it's only a <laughs> groin away. Um, well, I think De Gea is one of the things as scary as it is thinking United to face Liverpool without him probably the best backup keeper in the world to come in that's the thing I think of all the positions we have goalkeeper is where we're well stocked so if if Romero has to come in I don't think United suffer too much but obviously you want your big game players and De Gea performs against Liverpool Has he's shown it previously hasn't he well is there anyone else international break I'm trying to think there was Maguire who Maguire. came in for some criticism oh, I thought actually it, I was about to say I thought apparently he did well obviously he not. did in the Bulgaria game um, oh there no was, oh, there was the game beforehand yeah, yeah there was some criticism of the, the whole England defence um, I mean it's hard to say you're, you're playing with players who you obviously don't play in week in week out from what I saw I saw the Bulgaria game and he played quite well played in a three man defence but I don't think that United are really going to explore that so can you read too much into it I don't think so I was trying to think of players who were would have been away on international duty and I remember years ago you can go through all 20 players and all 20 would be in their national teams now yeah. it's not so much there's only maybe five or six players are probably away well Pogba's sure. injured to be fair oh, yeah, yeah in terms of injuries yeah. uh, McTominay played um, I don't know who Scotland versed or what he did so. actually I saw a Paisal player saying he got a few assists I think oh, their target McGinn from Aston Villa scored a couple of goals and I think Scott McTominay assisted them United's midfield signing in January confirmed McGinn Sounds like yeah. him again, Hey man, he's a good player. He really is. I'd I, I take him. Yeah. Um, before we get into the Liverpool preview, so that, I think that wraps up the international break for us, but there has been a little bit of news, and we're not going to pretend we're experts at all on the matter, but a certain Kevin Glazer has been reported to be looking to sell his 13% stake in Manchester United. Now... There's been this whole movement over the past six months. Glazers out, etc. Are they going to sell? When are they going to sell, etc.? No one knows. And from what I know, which is nothing, about shares, from a lot of the reputable outlets have said, what he's doing to these 13% stake is not actually selling them. He's doing something, I do not know, have a clue what, but in preparation to sell in a year's time or in two years' time. So I don't think anyone should get their hopes up too much and say, oh, you, the Glazers are selling. I think it's the very far from it but from the little that we do know it does look like maybe a step in the right direction or the first step to them potentially looking at the exit I mean we can be wishful Um, I think him putting up his shares is interesting Um, and it could be a sign that now we don't know if this is a whole Glazer family agreement or is this just one brother who's saying I can see that the value of the club is decreasing and we're starting to see now even in the record profits uh, report that had come out just a couple of weeks ago, it's clear that United aren't generating the sort of income at, at the rate that they used to. It's starting to decline. Now, they've forecasted a dip for the next financial year. They've estimated around 500, in the 500 millions. 
um, which is nearly 100 million loss from this financial year. Taking into account, as it stands, can United still make the top four? Yes. Will they? That's another question. I think if squad depth stays the way it does, we don't. And then the Adidas deal takes a cut, if I'm not mistaken, a 25% decrease? I think even more potentially, 35%. Okay, so that's more money coming out of that deal. Champions League money is a loss. So if this continues, yeah, the value of United is going to decrease. So I, I'm, these links don't surprise me. Maybe Kevin can see that United's value is at its peak right now, and it might not have that value in one to two years' time. I mean, you don't know if you're gonna if it's putting two and two together. But it looks like Chevrolet won't be renewing their deal if there's an American connection there. If you can see something with. No, not really. Oh, I, don't, I, I, don't I don't think shirt sponsors usually do renew. Like, look, even when we were successful, we changed from Vodafone to AIG to AON to Chevrolet. But really quickly, I don't think shirt sponsors often... Maybe the manufacturer does. They'll stay stay with the club. Yeah. But an actual shirt sponsor, I don't think um, it's really that newsworthy that it looks like it's going to be someone else. So I'm sure we can speak about the sort of value of the club. But someone will want to put their name on the front of the shirt. It'll still be the most popular oh, no shirt doubt. in the world. Uh, so at the moment, United is estimated to be valued at four billion pounds. I would say in a year's time, that value will not be the same. I'd say it'd be less, um, especially if we don't make the Champions League. Let's see what happens. But to be honest, if I'm talking purely from a fashion point of view, I'll, I'll be happy to see the back of Chevrolet. Well, we'll have to see what the next one is. Who knows what it could be? Um, could be a toilet paper, a toilet roll. With- something to do with Ed Woodward oh, I'd support that um, okay well we'll try and get on to the football as much as I think there's some parts of us dreading this weekend what could go wrong what potentially might happen if the form continues of both sides Liverpool obviously 8 from 8 is it 8 wins is it 8 games in the season 8 games 8 wins yeah the way I look at it the longer a team goes winning the closer they are to their next loss it's simple they cannot keep winning forever Okay, and it is one of those games where we all know, okay, Liverpool are likely to win. They're going to win. But that is the type of game where they know it's the type of their game they're going to slip up in. When we're winning titles and Liverpool are out of form, yeah, Liverpool away is the game we're going to lose. Okay, and hopefully they go in with that attitude thinking, shit, we're going to lose eventually or after the international break. I'm not sure. Maybe that's a bit too much hope on my, on my half. I don't think so. I mean, what people need to take into account as well with United is We've played poor, but our squad is so thin that if you don't play with a full-strength United side, there's not much to come in. So if, according to reports, nearly everyone who's injured, barring Eric Bay, is expected to be fit for this game. But we heard that before Newcastle. I was here and Marshall will be back, Juan Bissak will be back. Well, it's been a two-week break. You'd like to think that hopefully... And I think there's an element of mind games as well. I th- but there was whole, the whole thing with Pogba. Yeah. He's releasing a video saying he's good, or, or at least training. I think he was yeah. away in Dubai. But um, since then, it's talked about a broken toe. Which, if he's got a broken toe, he's not going to be playing. Well, if he's been riding on a treadmill, I think he'll be fine. Yeah, um, yeah. No, that, that's the yeah. thing, which was sort of mixed messages. You saw that sort of footage, but then you see the report, you think, geez. Reports to tell lies, Tom? Outrageous, isn't it? Exactly. Especially with Paul Pogba. Um... I'm just thinking, should we get into the team selection? Because De Gea, I'm probably assuming he's going to be out. So... I mean, yeah, we we can look at the team. Like I said earlier, I don't think whether it's De Gea, Romero, I mean, I'm not going to lose too much sleep over it. Clip it up. I think Romero's going to make a mistake to cost us the game now. Oh, thank you. Um, Well, hopefully, God, assume Wan-Bissaka will hopefully be fit. Wan-Bissaka comes in. 
about that Maguire. He played both games, but there's no way he's not going to be Does playing. Does Tuanze be coming for Lindelof? I'm trying to think what a Liverpool got up front. Firmino through the middle. Um, yeah, but Mane and Salah cut in, and I'm thinking yeah. that's quite a pacey front three. I would want a pacey, more physical player in Tuanzebe rather than a Lindelof who isn't the most physical. But Liverpool don't really have an aerial threat which plays into, Lin- into Lindelof's yeah. game. I, I think it would be Lindelof for sheer fact that if this does go completely wrong, there is a real possibility, rightly or wrongly, that Solskjaer gets sacked. If this is 4-5-0 Liverpool, which very well could happen, if we'll play well and we don't play well, that scoreline will happen. Like it or not, I don't think he'll really. And maybe it isn't a risk going to Anzabi, but I don't think Solskjaer's eyes he will risk to Anzabi. So I think it's Lindelof, my boy. Okay, are we expecting Luke Shaw to be fit? Because if Ashley Young plays, I'll, I'll be in tears. Can you define Luke Shaw and fit? Fit to play or physically fit? Or? Can I say I have never ever seen him fat? Okay, he's not fat. You he's seen just, the guy without a shirt? Yeah, he's, he's, he's got a he's got abs on him. He's yeah. not fat. I think he's just got a big fat booty. And it's I think just, it's his body type. Yeah. Um, yeah, some players. Rooney carried that sort of shape as well. People called Rooney fat too. You know who else was fat? Brazilian Ronaldo. And he was one of the best <laughs> footballers I've ever seen. He was probably the best. Um, I, well, Luke Shaw's been and haven't heard too much. I hope so, because if Ashley Young plays, forget any hope of us winning, mate. To be fair, he plays well against Mo Salah, doesn't he? Well, personally, you won't, someone, won't find anyone who doesn't rate Salah as highly as me. I think he's... Very selfish player. He's a good player, but nothing more. I would expect... I remember we've come up, Darmian's come up against him. I expect Darmian to dominate Salah, he did. Young's come up against Salah, I expect Young to deal with him, he did. You're watching Mo Salah goal, watch his highlights on YouTube. Every single goal, the left back is standing on halfway with his hand up, calling for offside. Or a goalkeeper's fallen over his feet before they had the shot, so... Yeah. Look, he's he's not a traditional winger. Like, he doesn't, he yeah. doesn't try and be direct and tricky at you. He's not a tricky player. He just yeah. seems to put himself... Very intelligent player, though. No, puts no, himself yeah, in yeah, good yeah, no, yeah, That's the thing. I think he's very clever. He gets, he gets yeah. a lot of chances. Because um, his finishing sometimes does come under a bit of criticism for Liverpool fans. Like, he gets a lot of chances. He's also selfish. Um, Monday will tell you that. But I think... It, yes, he will. But I think, I think it'll be Ashley Young. Oh, look, I do hope Luke Shaw, but... We can't have everything you can really see an hour before kickoff. Getting a real kick in the teeth with Ashley Young being playing, with Captain's armband. It's a kick in my teeth. Um, sh- there's been talk of a format, not talk of a formation change, more talk amongst fans of changing the formation. But you'd assume still two in the middle, two three one. The way Liverpool play, I think the smart thing to do would be a 4-3-3. You, you would want to pack the midfield because they play that quick counter-attacking yeah. style. And I'd be interested to see how the two teams come up against each other because Liverpool actually keep the ball, but they play a counter-attack. Yeah. Very fast attack, fast transition. Now, you, obviously, Solskjaer prefers to play that way. I think we'll have to. I don't really think there's much option. If I look at how much possession Liverpool will likely have and just, unfortunately, the sheer quality or lack thereof in our midfield, I'd personally go for McTominay, Pogba, Fred. But I think he'll go for Matic, Pogba, McTominay. The thing with Matic, personally I would play Matic holding with Pogba and McTominay just a little bit ahead. The thing with Matic, everyone talks about this press from Liverpool in terms of the press in the back four. It's not that press which worries me. It's when Matic gets the ball and he's quite slow on the ball. It's Firmino drops back and pinches the ball off whoever the number six is for the opposition. So I think if Fred was in there, that would be a nightmare if Fred sat in that hole against Firmino because Firmino will just pick, pick his pocket all day. I think Matic should be the player in there, but Matic, if he has a poor game and is slow on the ball, 
I think that is, will be the downfall. If, if he plays well, it'll be fine. But um, Firmino is someone who will really exploit how slow Matic can be on the ball. If Fred was on his game, I would love to put him there. I just no, think no, back I to PSG. I, I don't like Fred's awareness in the, Fred, in the way he turns. And... If, if you think back to PSG away, he sat in the hole and he played really well. Yeah. So, I mean, he can do the job, but he's so inconsistent. I mean, if Based on what you're saying, and again, it comes back to a lack of options, you would have to put Matic, wouldn't you? It's just, yeah. There's not much to choose from, unfortunately. And it's one of those games like, with, with Solskjaer, and we can say rightly or wrongly, it is such a crucial game for him. Yeah. It comes down a lot of these team selection. I think we based on experience. I think he, he won't be taking a risk. He won't want to concede a lot of goals. That's for sure. You hope he doesn't want to concede any goals. Um, so if we're both putting Matic at six, is it Pogba and McTominay? Yeah, those two select themselves. They're probably the only two, at least from a midfield perspective, that guaranteed spots should they be fit. If. I suppose the answer is McTominay, but if that is a midfield tree, but it changes to a four-two-three-one, do you assume it's Matic and McTominay who sit, or Matic and Pogba? Which you, you can't really envisage McTominay pushing forward, but you sort of always do see Pogba dropping deep, so that would push McTominay further forward. You'd like to see Pogba push yeah. forward in, in any case, right? Whether it's four-three-three, you've said it before. Whatever formation you play, it comes down to the intent. From a defensive perspective, you'd like to see us pack the midfield. I think that's a necessity, regardless against Liverpool. But you'd love because we're obviously going to try and catch them on the counter, give them the ball. You'd like now. If I look at just who's in our team, besides Pogba, can you think of anyone who's got the ability to even put that long ball in behind? Yeah, no, it's no. all Pogba. There's no one else. I mean, Mata can do it. It's, I don't know if his legs are gone or what's going on. He's been poor this season. So. Well, no, you, you wouldn't play Matter in the mid in terms of a midfield tree there. No, um, you couldn't play in midfield. So, I, think, I think one day you could, but it would have to be in a good team. Not, yeah. not now. Um, okay, that's our middle three. We'll go. We'll go to the left. Rashford. We got James. I'm putting Rashford there. Yeah, that, personally, yes, I would as well. And obviously, everyone who knows my opinion, yeah, throw Daniel James on the right. But if Marshall play, are we both assume Marshall's fit? Yeah. Okay, I'm so so, so Marshall's up front. Yeah. Or, you know, it's potentially be Rashford, but let's put Marshall up front. Is it Daniel James or? Like... You put Rashford on the left, and you put uh, James on the right. I think that's the most common sense answer. You can hate Rashford. Look, Rashford has his critics, but it's because he's more well known. Rashford is a better player than Daniel James is. Yeah. You need to accommodate your best players for your opposition. Marcus, they both have an excellent work rate, so I think where whichever way you put it, it'll work. Do you think Both. there's a scenario where Rashford will play up front of Martial on the left? I don't think so, because if you're thinking about defensive requirements for this game, Rashford's got more work rating in than Martial. But then you think, in terms of cheating, like in terms of if Martial was to cheat on the left-hand side, Arnold gets forward so often. If Martial was cheating, that would keep Arnold further back, do you think? I think both work. Well, they're um, probably just too good, though. They won't give the ball away, though. That's the thing. To... I just, if I think about pure, if I think about what both Martial and Rashford bring to the team, like just focusing on ourselves, I would want Rashford on the left because he'll stretch Arnold. He'll keep Arnold in two minds, yeah. regardless of how good he is. He's still going to have nightmares about what happened two yeah. years ago. So you'd think Rashford for the sheer work rate of he'll he'll come back in defence and he'll he'll keep running. He'll keep Arnold thinking. Martial, you want that quality in the middle because we haven't had that since he's been out injured. 
so just on that front, just for the pure purpose of quality, leave Martial central. Okay, um, well on the right, he doesn't play on the right. You could almost see, I can't see him dropping Daniel James, but you can also see an hour before kickoff, Andreas Pereira taking up his spot on the right. Like He obviously can't drop James, but if you're going to play in Rashford Martial, he doesn't like Daniel James off Is the Daniel right. Is Daniel James conscious yet? I saw, I saw the photo of him right now. I didn't get it. I saw Giggs had, had a word. I, I, I didn't see the incident, but um, I assume he was just sort of one for the cameras. Uh, I mean, well, most judges actually think he was genuinely knocked out in there. Yeah, so I, saying, I haven't yeah, seen I can't comment, but... I don't think... The way he went down was a bit dramatic. If you think about a knockout, like yeah. we both watch a lot of um, combat sports, when someone gets knocked out, their arms aren't in control. He fell very controlled. His, okay. his side, it went to the side of his body. His arms went out. I saw, the, safe fo- I saw the photo of his face, and it was a very relaxed, very yeah. calm sort of face. Yeah. Like, Playing so. dead with your dog. Um, well played. Well, I, I always call for him to start off the right, or at least play on the right. Do you think Solskjaer would just... Yeah, he will. Yeah, if you think about it. how we have to play, right? Liverpool especially against the Robbers. Well, almost the same case with Arnold. You got, they're pretty much the same player. And hopefully, with that pace in behind, it'll force their fullbacks further back. And if their fullbacks are further back and not getting as far forward, that's has such a big impact on the way they play. If they're not on the top of their game, maybe it won't exactly yeah. be their day. It's just as well Pereira is not the quickest. So just I, I don't see how he complements the team. His decision making is poor. Technically, on the ball, I think Pereira is actually one of our better players. Oh, very good. But what happens in between the years, I don't really rate too much. So. You'd love to see him in midfield, in fact, if he was more consistent and you could trust him. So I think just purely out of how we need to, uh, how we need to attack this game, you put James and Rashford on the flanks. So obviously Martial up front against um, Van Dijk. Guaranteed to score a goal. Has scored a good goal against him in the past. It's on his of, debut. It's one of the, um, I don't know what you call it, on, on Twitter they have sort of Van Dijk, like he's one blooper a season and they keep replaying that Martial where he turned him when he's played for Southampton. Um, trying to think of anything else team have gone through the team selection, no other injuries. Is there anything else in regards to the game in terms of I mean, any setup from Liverpool? Yeah. I think Liverpool will attack the game. They're, they're not going to be pragmatic. Did any of their, um, the front three, the African players or Firmino, have international duty? Did they go away anywhere? No. Oh, I, I think it was just European football. I, I don't yeah. believe it's African sides. Oh, yeah, yeah, not sure just yeah. if there was any travel at Firmino sometimes. I could be wrong on that, but Brazil. no. I, 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 I assume was... Brazil played in Europe, so yeah. they got an extra day. It's not a Saturday well, uh, game. Chile played, so it's possible Firmino had a game. Yeah. But uh, I think a lot of the games are in um, Europe now. But, uh, if it was a friendly, it would have been yeah. in Europe. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think about Solskjaer. I mean, we yeah. both agree he shouldn't lose his job, but could you see an embarrassing loss? If, if, if it's a bad loss... Well, I don't want to score it oh, if it's 3 nearly he keeps his job if it's 4 nearly he loses his job like, you, you can't I could see Woodward thinking <laughs> he, he possibly could but you can't judge it like that but I think if it is yeah, maybe 4 yeah. over 4 nil, which god we're going in all games thinking that's under 4 nil. but it, I think if it's a bad one like a really bad I could say a 3 nil loss could really be damaging if it's a really bad 3 nil loss and the performance isn't there and it just has a bad feeling from the start yeah you could Oh, but again, I I don't see. I can't see on the Monday waking up to a tweet saying um, club statement regarding Solskjaer. Do you remember the last thing that happened? The last time yeah. we lost to Liverpool. Yeah, Mourinho. Wow. I know it was in December, wasn't it? A little bit later. But um, look, it could very well happen. Look, 
I pray to God it doesn't. I pray to. I've seen some people say, "Oh, I'll take the loss just to get rid of him." You think, God, against Liverpool, the last thing you want to be doing is getting any type of draw or loss. You need to win the match. No, it's Liverpool. Forget our scenario. They're nine from nine. They've got one hand on the trophy if they beat us. Okay, this for Manchester. Manchester City are dependent on us to get something, even a draw. Okay, to try and stop them because at the moment. Let's look at it the other way. I think a win here. Now, as unlikely as it could be looking up the form lines, this is the game one. You throw form out the window. We've always said it about Liverpool. When uh, Roy Hodgson was in charge, they were around the relegation area. Yeah, we went tough. we went to Anfield, and I'm, I'm certain it was a draw. We didn't we didn't win the game. Oh, we always had a really rough record at Anfield when they were struggling. So why don't United dig in, find that, well, that, that spirit? That, that's what I think it is. If we're all putting money on it, I think everyone will bet on a Liverpool win, but it's almost going into that game. I'm almost more confident with this game. It's quietly confident we're going to get a win here, but I'm quite confident we'll lose to Norwich. Norwich is a game I think Norwich it's hard it sounds stupid I think they'd probably start favourites against United and Liverpool obviously are favourites against United but I'm quite confident just in terms of the way football works Liverpool should win United shouldn't win the rivalry if Norwich can beat City we can beat Liverpool right? yeah exactly Well, I was having a debate with a mate in terms of what would be more likely when you think United couldn't get relegated and obviously we sit here and say they can't but where have we been the last couple of years say six or seven from place team and then the comparison was made, say we're a team like Everton then, 6th or 7th over the last 10 years, what would be more likely? Everton to be drawn into a relegation battle or Leicester to win the title? And the thing with the more likely would be Everton to be in a relegation battle. So that is where we are now. We're more likely, the team 6th or 7th, it's not out of the realms of possibility to be drawn into that. It's very unlikely, but it's a loss here and a defeat and the mood just is going to keep getting more and more depressing. And so... I think whatever happens in this game, win, loss or draw, I think whatever happens can set the tempo for the rest of the season. There. It's early days, but it has that feel, doesn't oh, it? Like, a win can very well, and a win's not going to sort of send us on our way to the top four. No. But um, the way Ken... Um, Whoever we versed this week, it would have been a big game. The fact that it's Liverpool... Yeah, it doubles it. Just, yeah. It, it's, it's, a, it's a Big Mac with Big Mac sauce, mate. It's a big game. Okay, on that note, any score prediction? Because I have... Yeah, I'm kind of weirdly predicting a win. 2-1 United, I feel it in my bones. I'll see 1-0 Rashford, I don't know why. I would love Rashford to score, just to, just to shut people up a little bit. Okay, so... Martial to score in his return. Well, I'm praying he's back, but uh, yes, we'll definitely be doing um, a quick review on Monday or Tuesday um, next week after the match, hopefully discussing a more positive time, but... It very well, very well could go wrong. Um, anything to touch on trivia? Yeah. So, back to our original well, yeah, question. Actually, yeah, well, besides Liverpool winning zero titles, what was the actual question? <laughs> uh, which United player has the most appearances head to head against Liverpool? I might have to be boring and go the obvious, Ryan Giggs. Bingo. Ryan Giggs. I was going to say Giggs or Gary Neville. I didn't know. Um, he's just been around that long. Um, actually, on that. There was a stat going around on obviously Ronaldo's 700 goals. A bit off topic, but I saw a good stat saying if someone had, was scoring 30 goals a season for 20 years, that person would be on 600 goals. Wow. Ronaldo's on 700. Insane. Which is crazy. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, could do with Ronaldo this week. Get him on loan. No, exactly. Actually, he didn't have a great record against Liverpool. 
Um, it's called mm-hmm. one guy, I think. I'm sure he could. I'm sure he could um, make an exception to find the back of the net. Yeah, so um, I think that just about wraps up this week. And again, as Larry mentioned, we'll leave a link in all the Facebook and Twitter posts regarding or link to donate to Bowel Cancer Australia. And if you are in Sydney um, this Sunday, 20th of October, so the same day of the Liverpool match, we're at Five Sports Caran Bar. If you're in Manchester, catch a flight, watch the game. It's the most. It's more likely, I'd say, we win. Well, it's all. It's always good. There's always goals. Always red cards. And one of the criticisms people always throw at the first team is, oh, they don't play for the badge. And as bad as the football might be on Sunday down at Carimbar, the one thing you'll get is people putting 100% effort in. And um, it always does make for a good game. So um, how are you preparing for it? I've got my wife on massage duty for the rest of the week um, to make sure I can reach my shoes to I've do the shoelaces a, on. I've got the ex- those small exercise balls. Uh, I've got it from my physio. It was, I'm sitting there in the office today. I've just got it in, in my lower back. Just getting the knot out. I'm seeing the physio tomorrow morning to check the hamstrings, check the lower back out. So I'm going to be nice and elastic for Sunday. So uh, hopefully I don't get turned inside out too much. Yeah, no, I've got to start sharpening my studs because I can just see the first tackle. It, it's all well and good playing for charity, but once that whistle goes, yeah. it's going to be an all-win All bets are off. So um, hopefully can see some of you down there on Sunday and hopefully we've got something positive to discuss next week on the podcast. Always a pleasure, Larry. Thanks, mate. We'll see you next week. We'll see you. Cheers.